Welcome back to another episode of 10 Songs with Aaron, the VIPs and MP3s edition, where I take a kind of quick stroll down memory lane to talk about some of my old friends and some of the some of my favorite songs that that I associate with them. So this time around, I'm going to get into another son of Iolani of friend of mine. That would be Reed or Kaj. Reed and I have always known each other since kindergarten. I'm not sure if we were best friends because Reed was a really smart. He, Reed is still a smart guy. He was always very booky, very analytical. I think it's only after I started playing baseball with him that we became better friends. A couple years we were on the same team at Iolani, and for me, he was always like a thinking man's type of baseball player. He wasn't the most athletically gifted, but he understood the game maybe better than anybody else on the field. And so I appreciate that. And, you know, ultimately we started playing fantasy baseball together, but he always had much stronger allegiances to a team than to the players that he would draft. That was the difference between he and I when it came to stuff like that. As we got older and headed into college, we would come back, we would play basketball with each other, we'd hang out. The thing with Reed is that he was he was also a musician. And if Reed hears this, he might get mad, but I I think he played the tenor sax. Reed can get mad at me if I was wrong. But he was all about the saxophone. I, I never knew how good he was because I never really went to band recitals, that type of thing. I'm not inclined musically anyway. I like music, but I can't play it. With Reed, the thing that I think about when... I think about music is the horns, the brass, or what. I always tell people that maybe in another world, in another life, I would have wanted to be the lead singer of a ska rock band with a DJ. So if you could have imagined me singing or rapping with Bryce, uh, leaning on the turntables, Matt playing the uke, and Kaj with the saxophone, Roy's doing something else too. I'm not sure. It wasn't a very thought out plan, but maybe I was just going to be like the dancer, like in um, the Mighty Mighty Boston's. But that was this weird image I always had in my head because of Reed. And so these are the songs that really do remind me of Kaj. So number 10, Tantra Monsters, Boto Changi from 1994. Tantra Monsters was a punk ska band here in Hawaii. I think they're kind of semi-retired now, but... When we got into Scott together, he started deep diving, Reed. He, he he likes to do his research. So he got into different Scott groups that might have been a little more diverse than me. Like, I don't know if he liked the Aquabats and, you know, the Scott Flaws and stuff like that. It felt like he was more into the two-tone, more reggae Scott than the punk Scott. So that's how he and I diverged from Scott. But we our, our hearts were always up into enjoying Scott music initially. So number nine, Checkered Cabs, Can't Hurry Love from 1998. Again, kind of the more reggae two-tone ska than the punk ska that I was used to. Very horn brass driven. Number eight, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy, You and Me and the Bottle Makes Three Tonight from 1998. I think this was from the Swinger soundtrack as well. But it was more the, the big band swing sound that was popping up. The Brian Setzer Orchestra. Anytime I heard, you know, all that brass, I always thought, I think Reed might like this song. Maybe he hates it, or maybe he thinks it's a, you know, it's a monstrosity, or it's a poor use of the brass instrumentation. But for me, when I think of it, I think 
Reed would appreciate it. Number seven, Us Three, Cantaloupe, Flip Fantasia. Got to number nine in 1992. This was like that R&B hip-hop hybrid using live instrumentation that the Roots really started using now. This is more of a throwback. I think they used like a Herbie Hancock thing, if I'm not mistaken, but it was kind of sad that they were kind of a one or two hit wonder. It was more of a throwback sound that I appreciated. Number six, I picked Real Big Fish, Sellout, number 69 in 1996. When I heard this song, I think Real Big Fish was on basketball, so you could see the horns being played. and definitely brightens the song instead of just guitars. So, Number five, House of Pain, On Point from 1994. Reed was never a big hip-hop guy, but for some reason, House of Pain, that was his, that was his jam. Same as it ever was, I think the album was, and he loved this song. He'd rock out to it. Not sure if he, he does still to this day, but I'm sure if he heard, you know, the bagpipes that come on initially in the song, he, he might kind of nod his head. Number four, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, the impression that I get. It got to number 23 in 1997. This is the, this is the full blown third wave of ska hitting the US, going mainstream. The boss tones have been around for a long time. Someday, I suppose, it was big because of Clueless, fun band, totally off subject. When they came to the Big Melee in 97, the one that me and Bryce went to, um, Dickie Barrett decided to go crowd surfing off the stage, and he took his mic with him. As he's going off stage... Like as he's jumping off stage with the mic in his hand, you see some some guy grab the the wire cord and start wrapping it around his neck, and like he gets back on stage and he goes, "You guys are effing crazy," you know. And later that day, we saw him just walking around in his you know sweaty suit and stuff, just around the crowd, just kind of chilling. So they they were about having fun. I think ska with the the brightness of the horns and the sounds just make for a much more fun and exciting song. Speaking of which, number three, Save Ferris, The World is New. This came from the big hit OST, also 97, so that third wave of ska crashing. The horns just add this level of infectiousness, of course, and brightness and life. Yeah, so when I remember hearing this, it's like, he's got like this. And, and seeing it on the movie, the big hit, it was just calamity ensuing as you're watching the Save Ferris, always very underrated to me. Number two, Dancehall Crashers, DHC from 1990. This is the closing anthem to any Dancehall Crashers concert. You know, everybody salutes and they chant the Dancehall Crashers tonight, but a lot of the horns, you know, it sounds very regal. Again, great song, feel good. You know, I miss the Dancehall Crashers. And so number one, Fareed, Sublime Santeria. It was number 43 in 1997. To me, the, the song Santeria is just, it's feel good. It's throwback. You know, it reminds me of times that me and Reed went to the beach. I remember him taking me out to, a uh, Makapu to boogie board for the first time in my entire life where he had a good board and two fins and he let me go out there on a sponge. He was like, how come you aren't catching waves? I thought you swam. It's like, um, this undertow is killer, and I've never gone boogie boarding my entire life. Reed and I would just, we'd go to Sherwoods, once in a while to Makapu when it was dead, but we would never venture out to uh, Sandy's because we would have broken our necks. We were smarter than that. But like Santeria, total beach vibes, a little bit of horns again. It's just, 
Good times to read, man. He's moved away. I know he's doing well. I saw him a couple years ago. We had a, we had a few scotches together. That was a good time. He's definitely an IPA scotch guy. Sometimes I make fun of him for the IPA stuff. It's a little hipster. That's neither here nor there. It's always a good time just picking Reed's brain. Hopefully you guys figured out the topic of this episode. If you did, hit me up, 10songsair, gmail.com. Like, subscribe, give me five stars wherever you hear this. Take care of yourselves, and I will talk to you guys later.